This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Western Sales Management, also known as WSM Auctioneers. Since 1971, they've been specializing in the sales of construction equipment, utility trucks, light trucks, equipment trailers, and recreational vehicles as well. Western Sales Management also sells building materials, structural steel, shop equipment, even power tools and hand tools. As a matter of fact, the gun safe that I have, the newest gun safe I have, came straight from WSM Auctioneers. Uh, the side-by-side, you will see Megan and I running around town in on our social media channels. That came from WSM Auctioneers. They are incredible people, and they have an incredible business that I promise you, you can benefit from. As a matter of fact, they have cars, trucks, uh, side-by-sides, RV. Like They have everything. If you're looking for something, chances are they have it. So I want to encourage you to log on to WSM Auctioneers dot com or give them a follow on Instagram as well. It's at WSM underscore auctioneers. John and Shelly out of Phoenix, Arizona have an incredible passion for Western sports. They also have an incredible passion for taking care of people uh, in terms of their needs, whether it be, like I said, large equipment, small equipment, building materials, they've got it all. Uh, check out their latest auction every month. They have one the second Saturday of every month. I promise you, you log on to WSMAuctioneers.com. You're going to find out why they are the selling auction team in the Southwest. Matter of fact, I'm going to I'm going to make it even bigger than that. I think they're the selling auction team ever. They're incredible people. Check them out at WSM underscore auctioneers. Speaking of incredible people, my guest. This week on the podcast is professional bull rider Eli Vassbinder, and this is a really cool conversation with a guy that right now, as I record the opening of this podcast, is top five in the world. He is the fourth-ranked bull rider in the PBR. He's been on an incredible hot streak. Uh, I think he's ridden rode nine in a row at this point. He's the 2021 PBR Rookie of the Year. He uh, captured that title, think about this, Rookie of the Year at 30 years old old. If you know anything about bull riding, especially, you know how incredible that is. He's qualified to the Wrangler National Finals a few years ago. He's a husband. He's a father of twin baby girls. And there is so much more to that story that we'll get into during the course of this conversation. But um, really interesting, not just his career, but how he's invested in his craft and how he's invested in his life in rather unique ways. I think there's going to be some things that maybe surprise you, certainly that are going to interest you. And I really enjoyed sitting down with a, a guy that I've known for a long, long time. Uh, been friends for a lot of years, and it is pretty cool to see him finally living up to his potential. Yeah, I said it. He's finally living up to his potential. We talk about all that and what got him to what I think is the best version of Eli that we're seeing right now. So sit back, relax. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button. Make sure you give us one of those five-star ratings and uh, leave us a little review. Let me know what you think of the episode. Let me know who you'd like to hear on future episodes. And if you're not already, uh, cruise on over to social media. Give me a follow. It's at Matt L. West on all platforms of social media. There's a lot going on in the world of social media. We'll talk about that on a future episode coming up really, really soon. But right now, like I said, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode with professional bull rider, PBR Rookie of the Year, National Finals Rodeo Qualifier, and proud husband and father, Eli Vassbinder. 
pull that up a little closer to you. Um, you read a lot? Um, just I try to read every day. Just you know, when I get in the bed, whatever. I've got a couple. Just I like books like that. Just self help books and stuff. I'm not big into like any, mindset type stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. I uh, I used to read all the time when I was a kid, and mm-hmm. for some reason. You get into your mid to late twenties, oh, yeah. and yeah. other things started to take precedent. Yeah. So, yeah. but but I've really gotten back into it. Uh, See, I was way opposite. I uh, growing up, I, you weren't going to catch me reading unless I had some pictures in it. Really? Yeah. And then uh, Man, I, I got to rodeo and trying to make a living at this, and realized I suck. So I started just studying and searching and looking at stuff and the mental aspect of things, and and. Yeah, and then I just took off, and now if I find a good book, it's I on. feel like that's kind of a metaphor for your career. We'll get yeah. into that in a minute. Yeah, this book, sure. though, Atomic Habits, uh, JW and Leanne gave me this book a, a while back, and, it, and honestly, it's set on the shelf, and it's set there probably for over a year, and uh, I dove into it, and I'm addicted to it. I can't. Really? I'm yeah. to look into it. It's gotten me back into reading, Yeah. Um, which I, I love to read. Yeah. Love yeah. to, but... Yeah. You know it's it's hard. I make excuses. Um, yeah, no, uh, audio books is is my thing. Right really? Now. Yeah, yeah. Listen to a lot of podcasts. Like, okay, what kind of audio books? Same thing. Yeah, just kind of some self help books, some motivation, I guess. Uh, just uh, yeah, it's easy. You get into the mental side of bull riding a lot. Yeah, more so than the physical and everything really? else. Yeah, one hundred percent. You ever uh, random no. sports psychiatrist oh, yeah. or psychologist? Uh, or done, I've spent a lot of money on them. Really? Yeah. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I really maybe I'm coming out a little too soon. I I got I got hypnotized. Uh, Shut up. Yeah. Really? I got hypnotized in Southern California by the uh, same guy that hypnotized Rob Deerdack and a couple of the mother. When was guys. this? Uh, 2018 in 2018. The year I made so the, right the year I made, made the, the NFR. Yeah. Well, the year, yeah, it was the spring. I went to California for uh, Reading and uh, a couple other things. And I had just, uh, uh, you know, to me, I always knew I rode good. I just, you know, any little extra edge I could get. I don't know if it was going to help. I don't know if it helped. I don't, you know, I don't know. Uh, but uh, anything that, um, you know, it wasn't cheap, but it was an investment in myself. And, and you know, anything that I can just... Somebody said, if you walk around with one eye closed and it would make your bull riding better, I, I promise you, you'd see me with an eye patch for the yeah, next month. Right. You know what I mean? So. Why not? Like, like, like I, I look at guys exactly. today and, and, okay, are you a guy that, like, do you work out, do yeah. you do things and during that, the week? Yeah, and I, I'll, I'll work out during the week and stuff, not because I think that uh, it, you know, you've got to be a big, strong guy or, you know, I think that it helps to be you know agile athletic flexible you know i think the balance part of it i think that helps but at the end of the day or at the end of my career i don't want to look back and be like man if i would have done a little more would i have went a little bit further you know if i if you know so yeah that's that's what i do uh, yeah what is it they say say it louder for the people in the back yeah we, exactly. we talk about that a lot exactly. especially here lately because i think guys are starting to come around to the and, and I don't want to call it a new way of thinking in yeah. this sport, but mm-hmm. it's definitely not been the norm. No, no. You're, you're you're old enough yeah. to have seen the. I've locker seen room. all the phases. That's right. Yeah, I have. And and, and I came in mm. to a totally different generation you that did. did not do the yeah. things that that yeah. you have to do now. Yeah. Why would you not invest every ounce of yeah. time, energy, yeah. and money yeah. into bettering yourself? Yeah, yeah. From like we were talking earlier, you know. 
They ain't never been broke, I don't guess. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about the business side of bull riding and yeah. how some people treat this and like how fans think and mm-hmm. and different different sides of the yeah. business. And, and it's amazing how some people just didn't grow up the way that yeah, we did. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, they ain't never, they ain't never fought, had to fight for it, I guess. Uh, or, or wonder where it's going to come from. Exactly. That's the biggest exactly, thing is like, exactly. like there's been days where – I think a, a lot of us, and, and look, I've been very blessed and fortunate. Same, My parents same. were amazing. My parents same. took damn good care of me. Same? Same, absolutely. I've got great parents. You were talking about mama paying the fees at Junior Yeah, yeah, shoot. That's, uh, yeah, we were talking about sponsorships and stuff, and I said, uh, I don't even care. You know, I ain't ever really had no help. Uh, you know, my mama, she paid my fees during junior rodeos, maybe some high school rodeos. But other than that, I ain't ever got no help. When I started announcing, I'll never forget, I got called to go to Iowa one time for a two-day rodeo, and it paid, I think it was $350 a performance. And you loved it. I got paid $700 in a weekend. All I had yeah. to do was drive to Iowa, <laughs> yeah. set up all my shit. Exactly. Like, you know, spend yeah. the weekend I'll there. I'll never in see another room. broke day. Yeah. Oh, man, like, like I made it. Ball. I'll do this the rest of my life. Same. Um, but I, and it was funny because that entire getting started and announcing, I'd look at all these other announcers and everybody had Wrangler or everybody had, yeah. you know, different things. They all had yeah. sponsors. You're wearing a cinch shirt, Ariat jeans. I'm wearing Tony whatever the hell was yeah, on the exactly. sale rack, man. Same, like, same. Like I will say this. I have yeah. always been a Wrangler guy. Oh, same, same. Always been a Wrangler guy. Me too. Um, but when and when Wrangler started saying, hey, we'll pay you. I was yeah. like, you damn really? right, let's <laughs> yeah. go. Yeah. But but my parents would always laugh and they were like, you know, you're going out and doing all this stuff, but we're gonna we're gonna get you shirts that say "Mom down one sleeve yeah, exactly. and Dad yeah, down the other" because yeah, we're yeah, paying for yeah, all this crap. Yeah, I was losing so much money. Yeah, yeah, but it was worth it. That's, it was an investment in my career. And and that seven hundred dollars in Iowa has led to this. Oh, you know, I mean, it's, led it's to, stupid. Yeah, it, it, it's crazy. But you know, I went out and bought speakers, bought all that stuff. Like I'm like you. If somebody would have said, "Hey, you need to do this in order to make it." I look at it like worth a shot. Uh, yeah, yeah. When when would I start right now? Uh, Especially yeah, if it's yeah. somebody successful. Exactly. Exactly. So, how did the hypnotizing thing come about? Uh, you know, because I'm not hearing a bunch of cowboys going, "Hey, what you yeah, need to no, do is." No, no I, I, and honestly, I don't really just go out and just tell anybody. You know, it's, it's something that you know, and I'm not gonna go sit there and tell my buddies. You know, I guess I didn't tell anybody for a long time just because. Uh, you know, bull riders seem to be sim- yeah, sim- simple minded, you know, it's, you know, uh, you know, so I don't know. I just, uh, I never really said nothing, nobody, but yeah, I, I just got to searching some stuff, uh, and Rob Deerdack, a guy that, uh, is from the East coast. Um, you know, he, he was big into the mental side of, you know, his sport and stuff. You're talking about the, the guy from ridiculousness. Yeah. Ridiculous. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, uh, and I, I kind of always liked him. I just started watching some videos and he talked about the time he got hit, hit the, the mental side of his sport. And now he went and got hypnotized. And when he went and met this guy, it just kind of changed everything. He went from, you know, being 28 years old and, and, you know, DC shoes telling him, Hey, you know, we're going to do you a favor where you're at the end of your career. We're going to do you a favor and we're going to sign you for another two or three years and, you know, give you a couple million and, and you're on your way. You know, right. you're pretty much done. And that kind of just hit a nerve in him and, and he started searching the mind part of it and uh, come across this guy in Southern California and uh, 
just was like, screw it, went and got hypnotized and just started having meetings with this guy. And the guy started telling him how his brain worked. And, and I mean, just look at what he's done now, you know, so since did that, you go to that same guy, same guy. So you so, went, you went and like, so I went, found that guy, yeah. looked him up, uh, called his office. I uh, had a couple meetings over FaceTime and zoom or whatever. Uh, and then uh, I worked it out to where I was going to some rodeos out in California and, uh, yeah, I left a rodeo in Redding, drove eight hours um, to Southern California, got there that morning, got hypnotized, drove eight hours straight back to Redding that night, got on, and I showed up that night thinking, oh, man, I, it's done. I, I mean, and honestly, it was it was a weird deal. Like, I don't even remember he said I was asleep, you know, whatever. Right. I just remember having that dream that you were falling off the edge of the bed, you know, that you jump, yeah. you know, yeah, you and did. I did that, and I was like, he's like, all right, you good, you know? Really? I drove to California that night, I'm like... Yeah, hell yeah, I'm going to win tonight, you know. I get there, I ride one jump. (laughs) Not instantaneous. (laughs) Like, what the hell, man? I did what you Next morning, like, what the hell? I want my money back. (laughs) And uh, so, yeah, and then, but I will say, um, that year I went on to make the NFR, which I had tried for a year or two and ended up 16th one time the year before and and come close a couple different times. But I ended up making the NFR that year, and, and my career's been on an uphill. It just keeps getting yeah, better and it better. Yeah, it does. It does. And, uh, you know, and, and since then, since I've been hypnotized, I, I stay in contact with that guy, you know, and he, you know, every time I feel like, you know, there's ups and downs in everything you do, especially in a sport like this and, you know, any – your mind's so important in anything, especially in a sport like this. So uh, it's something I just I try to keep in t- contact with him a little bit, and I've I've talked to some other sports psychologists, and and it's it's all the same thing, you know. It's it's all the same thing. I was talking know? to Stetson on the last episode, and and that's something that he mm-hmm. utilized. I, mm-hmm. I don't think you bring up kind of the stigma and the stereotype yeah. of the other guys in the locker room judgmental, yeah, yeah. but. At the same time, we talk about, well, if it works for so-and-so, why not try it? Absolutely. And I think this is something that's really starting to come about because um, it's helping so many guys. Cody Lostro is very adamant about it. Yeah, he is. And open that when he won his world title, that's a big reason why. Yeah, and 100%. Yeah, you know, for me... Uh, I know how to ride bulls. Right. I, I do it every, you know, I've been on thousands of bulls. I've stayed on thousands of bulls. I've been 90 points more times than I've probably been 70 points. But why do I show up and sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't? You know you how many know? times I've asked that question about yeah. you? Yeah. Like, like Same. You, honestly, yeah, you yeah, used to piss me yeah. off so no, bad. Oh, no, it's good. It's good. Me because too. Me I, too. <laughs> because I would watch you, like, going out to Jerome's yeah. and, and being in North Carolina yeah. and seeing you. I was like, yeah. man, this guy's so good. Yeah. But yeah. It was like just putting everything. it together mentally, yeah. you know, and I knew how to do it. Uh, it was just, you know, self-doubt and not really completely being believing in myself and, you know, knowing that it, I can do it, you know, but I hope I hope it works today. I hope my stuff works today, you yeah. know, rather than just knowing. And, and, and so confidence is tricky. It's, yeah, it's everything. It's tricky, man, because it's it's like I, I won't say who but last weekend i had a really long heart to heart with a guy about manufactured confidence mm-hmm. about the confidence that you put out in front of a crowd or the other yeah. guys in a locker room 100%. but at the end of the day as soon as you turn your head and you walk away from it that confidence is gone yeah it's yeah. hard yeah it's so hard it's unreal just 
I don't know. I've I've never really played any other sports, so I don't know. But there is no other sport like riding bulls. Just the mental. That's one thing when I'm done with this sport that I will not miss. It's yeah. just the wear, the mental wear and tear. You know, one day you're hot, just on top of the world, and and next day you're at the bottom. But that's also why I love this. You know, right. I, exactly. I, I love this. Exactly. You know, like it makes them days where you're on top so much better. Um, but you know, that's, yeah, it's just one thing. Just the, you know, for me, uh, it's something I have to stay on top of every day. I have to have good self-talk to myself every day there i have to be in control of what i'm thinking about you know or in a day or two i can notice my feelings and the man oh man i got this one this weekend oh no i I got oh shoot i hope i can hope my stuff's still working you know if i could just get up and stay on it every day it's just easier to feel good to keep that confidence you know the great thing about this roller coaster is when it's at the bottom yep it takes that long to go that's it that's it and it's and that's what i love about it i love the challenge so real talk do you think that guy helped you uh i do i do yeah i uh you know i don't i don't you know yeah i think it helped me i think just um you know all the stuff i've done throughout the years plus throw in him and throw in you know all the other sports psychologists and every little thing i've picked up from each person and every little book that i've picked up a couple little things uh and you just find out what works for you and you put it all together and you know and i i think it does i met a guy in the gym this morning and uh he i think i told you about it but he Mm -hmm. trains like celebrities right and just random conversation and um because it's 2022 everybody exchanges instagrams yeah, yeah, and stuff it's, right sure. and I, I was looking one of his latest posts said train the mind yeah. and the body will follow yeah and i was like that's so simple but yeah. so profound you see it in your mind you can hold it in your hands you know it's it's if you can see yourself doing it and and actually not just fake it and make yourself think if you truly can make yourself believe it and have those feelings of being capable of it and you know then yeah there's no doubt i was uh, and i too like i i love to read i love to go search Mm -hmm. out things on youtube like Mm -hmm. a lot of you know mental focus a lot of like i just love the mind um and i remember reading somewhere and and it was talking about the 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 conscious and the subconscious and the subconscious mind is reality yeah so like you can say I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. But if the mind is is doubting it, you're not going to be able to do it. Like you have to really believe it. Yep. And that's another thing, you know, there's, there's positive thinking and there's, uh, you know, positive thinking. And then there's, you know, like a sports psychologist rather than somebody, there's just different things, you know, And, and a lot of times, you know, I'll get wrapped up in overthinking. You know, I, I know so much right. and I've studied it so much that I'll overthink it. You know, I've just started this book. It's called With Winning in Mind. It's it's about a, a old uh, trap shooter, a long, you know, sniper shooter that did competition shooting. And uh, it's a great book just for anybody that's, you know, in What's competition. Uh, With Winning in Mind okay. by Lanny Bustle. And uh, Sage Kimsey, he's the one that kind of, you know, turn me on to it clayton sellers there's a bunch of guys that were prca rodeo in there that were re- reading it and they're like both those guys yeah and their careers both kind of just you know took off and they were having great years and so i picked it up and started reading it and and uh you know it, 
thinking's a great tool in the conscious and subconscious mind, but there's a time to shut that off. And that's honestly what I struggled with for so long is just overthinking and, and, and over trying. I was wanting it so bad that I was just, you know, I was over trying and overthinking. And that's always been my problem is just over trying. If I can just stop and, you know, days of events or, you know, in the locker room and just not think about nothing just know that i'm good enough and trust my stuff and you know if i can just step up on the back and shoots and just know that when i nod my head my shit's gonna work you know it's funny you say that because as we record this we're in milwaukee wisconsin a whole bunch of guys had their luggage lost their Mm -hmm. gear bags are gone and cooper davis and i are standing in the hallway last night talking and a bull rider walked up to us doesn't have any of his gear or whatever Mm -hmm. And the question, he looked us both dead in the eye and he said, should I wear this buckle? And we said, what? And he goes, like, when I when I get on, when I ride, should I wear this buckle? What's that matter? <laughs> and we both immediately went, you're thinking too much. Yeah. Like, if that's yeah, your question, yeah, he goes, yeah, your... I'm not thinking about everything else. Like, that's the only thing. And he, and he just looked at us <laughs> and he was like, and he's, he listened to this podcast, so I know he's going to hear this. He's going to, but he was like, you could see it register like, yeah. Like, why am I thinking about that? And, it, you know, it was, it's easy it was funny. to do. It's easy to do, especially like, you know, in his situation, he's probably never wore a buckle to get on with. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you yep. throw a buckle on and you've rode bulls for 20 years and you throw, a, you know, you, just, you probably feel awkward. Guys naked. did that with helmets. But the thing is, is I was, I was telling somebody last night or before the perf star, I was like, this is either going to go really good or it's going to be the best bull riding. People are going to show up and, and these guys are going to show up and not care. Right. You know what I mean? And just ride everything or it's just going to, they're going to show up and be worried about what buckle they're wearing. They're <laughs> you know, just, yeah. just worried, you know, and like, uh, everybody talks about me having a good finals last week or last year and stuff yeah it's yeah. been a little longer than a week yeah yeah a couple months ago uh talking about me having a good finals and stuff you know and and yeah those I, I drew good that week i drew bulls that all fit me but i had a lot of other shit on my mind you know i had shit like my wife and my baby's back home and i had these ribs so bull riding never once so the finals was a big eye opener for me just knowing that i i don't have to be on top of my shit as good as I think I do to be able to perform good. If I could just, just, just show up, don't think about it. I'm a good bull rider. So if I just, you know, show up and do it, then. Okay. There's a lot to unpack in what you just said. And and for me, it was hard to think about you being a rookie. Yeah. At the world finals. Me too. I mean, it just didn't make any sense to me. And I was like, wait a minute, is this really your first world finals? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it's funny because I was thinking about the other day, you know, when I was 18 or 19, everybody be like, ah, oh, you rookie. And I'd be like, shut up. No, I ain't. I'm a grown man. Quit teasing me. And then you turn 21 and, and then the 18 year olds and 19 year olds show up and you're like, no, I'm the rookie. Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's my spot, you know? It's like and then you, the turn, youngest kid. then you turn 30 and you just give up on it all. <laughs> like, like, like you always heard uh, like families, like the Brady Bunch or whatever, yeah. like everybody wanted to be the baby unless yeah. they were the baby. Yeah, exactly. Once they were the middle kid, no, 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 I'm, yeah. I still want to be the baby. Yeah, exactly. Was it hard? Like, yeah. did you ever even think about that 30-year-old uh, nah. quote-unquote rookie? Yeah, no, I know that, you know, they'll be like, oh, you're, you're rookie of the year. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I mean, Does yeah. that mean anything to you? Yeah, you know it, it. It's a. I don't look at it as a rookie. I think it as as a 
you know, accomplishment that uh, this was my first year going against a bunch of other guys, you know, and, and those guys aren't rookies either, you know, Chase, Jordan, you know, Jesse. I've rodeoed with all those guys for it's the last a 10 tough years. Rookie class. Yes, it is. And it's probably, you know, the toughest rookie class that I've, you know, in the last couple of years that I've seen. Um, so, yeah, it, it's great to win that. But when you can beat guys that uh, ride as good as those guys do, it's, it's a great. If we're feeling. being honest, I don't think I mentioned your name one time last year. Yeah, probably not. In that rookie of the year conversation. Yeah. yeah. Until we got to Vegas. Yeah. It, it, it never registered to me. And then. All of a sudden, like your name was on yeah. that rookie of the year, mm-hmm. you know, standings list, and I was like, "Wait, this yeah. this can't be right." Yeah, and that's another mental thing right there. You know, uh, I heard him saying it when I won it or whatever. You know, uh, I kind of give Jesse Petrie a hard time because every week he come in, yeah, number three in the rookie. I got to stay on. You know, I never once said anything. I didn't even care really that much about the rookie race. Right. You know what I right. mean? Like I didn't even big picture. Know, yeah, I don't really care about that. You know. And, uh, and Chase and Jordan and everybody, they were trying so hard to get it. Uh, and at the beginning of the year, I wrote down on a, uh, big, on a big board that hangs up in my bedroom over my bed. And it, first thing on it was PBR World Finals. Second thing was PBR Rookie of the Year. And halfway through the season, I took it down. Why? I, not that I had another thing up there that said World Finals, whatever. I just didn't, a couple of the other things that were on that thing, I didn't, I, I kind of, changed my mind on and then just i just took that one down and i still have it it's behind it's it's in my room but uh you know it, it was a thing that at the beginning of the year i was trying i was i was focusing on it i was i was wanting it yeah you know and that was another thing of just not giving a shit and just knowing i'm a good bull rider and i'm capable of that you right. know it's it's a, goals to me are a weird thing you know uh my whole life I had a goal and every day I would focus on that goal and I would try to work towards getting that goal when, you know, I, w- I should have just looked at the goal and that that was my end result. That's what I want. What do I got to do to get it? And then once I realize what I got to do to get it, then just focus on going and do that stuff and not work it, not look at the big picture. Yeah. You know, you got to ex- read, you got to read this book. Expectations are the biggest confidence killer. If you want to win something and you're thinking about winning and you're thinking about the money, all this stuff, all that you could win fourth and walk out of there with less confidence. You could win fourth, and in your head, even though you're kind of excited, but you could walk out of there, or say you just fall off, mm-hmm. you know? Well, then, if you wouldn't have been thinking about that and you just fell off, you're like, okay, well, dang, I fell off tomorrow, whatever. Well, now you've built up this big event and build up you winning and you build up all this stuff that when you fall off, then it just makes it 10 times worse. So if I can just look at the big picture, look at the things I want, and then just let it go, you know what I mean? And then just do my stuff that would, if I if I do this stuff, then and at the end of the year, that's what I'll win. I, you know? I, as you were walking in a minute ago, I was watching a YouTube video, and a buddy of mine sent me a video, and and I'll get down a rabbit hole. If somebody sends me a video, inevitably, I'm, I'm a sucker yeah. for uh, looking underneath. Yeah something's going to catch my the damn algorithm gets me every oh, time yeah. what is that uh what is the movie or the netflix documentary where they talk about they strategically get you in a hole to suck you in and keep your attention yeah. um it's everybody listening will, will know what it is on netflix but anyways so a guy sends me a video i watch the video something grabs my attention and i start watching this video and as you were walking in i wrote down this uh this quote i think the guy's name is dan pena 
and I looked him up and he's worth yeah. like over like a billion dollars. I mean, he's super, super, mm-hmm. but I was watching this video and, and the quote that he made was, I do what you don't want to do, but you know, you have to do yeah. to be where you want to be. Absolutely. I was like, okay, yeah. I'm hooked, man. Yeah. Let's, let's yeah. go. Like, yeah. but, but people don't realize it's like, it's the little bitty daily changes. And I always talk about goals in the gym. Yeah. Everybody wants their big goal. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants the world finals and rookie yeah. of the year. Yeah. But how do you do it? Well, you got to get on tour. Yep. How do you get on tour? Well, you got to win at the velocities. Yep. How do you win at the velocities? And well, even you win more at the practice so pin. How do I win at the velocities? It, it's about riding. You know what I mean? And and and, and But how when, do you get to that point? Like yeah. like and that like little bitty tiny goal. Yeah. What do yeah. you change in in not just what do you change yeah. every day? What yeah. do you change hour to hour, minute yeah. to minute to be ready to go be successful? Yeah. Yeah. No, I I I agree with that 100% and then it's 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 more so the riding. And that's was my problem for the last couple of years has always been the big picture, my goals, you know, what I, no Screw the goals. How can I become the best bull rider? Bingo. When when I become the best bull rider, then the goals will come up. They just fall in line. Yeah. So so quit worrying about the success, the winning, the money, all that. Quit worrying about that. And what? Wh- how do I become the best bull rider? And what do I got to do to be able to win and beat these guys and, and stay on more bulls than everybody else? So when you break it down to that and you start looking at, okay, well, maybe – coming up with a game plan all right well i'm gonna get on practice bulls i'm gonna get on my barrels i'm gonna ride my horses bare back well when you start doing those things and and even on the days you don't want to do it i can't tell you my wife would would she loves me riding bulls and supports me 100 percent. but i'm i'm pretty sure she's looking forward to the day that i hang it up not so much that the weekends it's just the weeks during the week i can't tell you how many times i'll be laying there in bed and it'd be 10 o'clock and I just have this thought in my head or midnight, have this thought in my head. And it was like, ah, Jose's probably sleeping. Yep. I'm getting I can go up. get on the barrel. I'm going to go get on the barrel and I've got a barrel in my living room. I'll go up and I'll just get on it for five minutes just because I know that he's not. Right. You know what I mean? And I, it's, it's not that, you know, Jose's a freak of nature. You know, I've got a long ways to, you know, but just knowing it just gives me that little bit of confidence you know what i mean like oh you son of a buck i beat you there i, you I took I mean? a step towards yeah, getting ahead absolutely and that's not important enough to enough people yeah yeah i think the kobe bryant's of the world the michael yeah. jordan's of the yeah. world those yeah. guys and yeah even the jose's yeah they've proven absolutely that it's worth that extra absolutely step. and that's where i you know i i've never been a basketball fan until i watched the Michael Jordan, right? The, the, holy cow! Now I'm, now I'm, I'm buying Chicago Bulls jerseys. And <laughs> I swear to you, I bought a basketball. I, I yeah, I'm, I'm trying to. I got a YMCA membership. You know, uh, <laughs> are you hooping it up with yeah. the, the fellas? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's funny. I, and, I but I like his mentality. Same, you know, and, and the whole Kobe Bryant mentality. You know, uh, that's that's kind of my stuff. So, Did you yeah. watch the? Uh, the documentary, the Kobe documentary, I think it was called The Muse, Kobe Bryant's Muse. I don't or think whatever. so. I don't it's, know. it's really, uh, it's a cool insight to his personality and yeah. his mindset. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, I'll watch anything. Like if yeah, I feel same, like, same. I talk for a living, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, but I feel like if I can get ahead in anything in life, 
and, yeah. and do it legally yeah. without you know yeah. cheating somebody. Yeah. But like, if I can make myself better, I, I say every episode of this podcast, every day is an opportunity to get better. Yeah, that's not just something. I say. Yeah. That's the truth, man. Yeah. And if Absolutely. you're not doing that, you're Absolutely. gonna look back someday and go, yeah. shit. Yeah, I yeah. wasted too many days for sure. And that was my whole thing with reading. Uh, you know, I. Yeah, you know, I was homeschooled, and you know my my vocabulary is not very, you know, it's it's just, you know, so I started reading just to try to get a little bit sharper, you know, and and you know to be, you know, just help my speech and just you know think on my feet, you know, and and just stuff like that, just every day, just kind of somewhat better yourself in some way, some aspect, and you know, my wife, she's. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on kind of, I'm on, I'm on her about it, you know, and so she, uh, she can vouch for me is it's an everyday ordeal. Okay. But you're talking about reading and increasing your vocabulary, sharpening your skills. Is there a part of you that's that doesn't thinking, mean I'm smart. Now. No, <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but is there a part of that that's thinking, uh, when I start winning, I'm going to have yeah, to do interviews, yeah, things absolutely. like that, just things like that. And just being able to, you know, think on your feet and just you know just interviews tv uh just meeting people sponsors just any way that i can you know present myself better and be a better person and yeah everything you do is building a brand it is and so that's one that there's a couple of things in there that i think are are highly overlooked the ability to just be able to think on your feet. Every, you know what's funny about this, and I'm glad you bring this up, because everybody that works in our PR department says, man, Eli's really good. Like, he's just so quick. Like, yeah. with interviews. You yeah. go to a radio station or a TV station, yeah. they ask you something. A lot of our guys, you have to kind of tiptoe yeah. around because yeah. if they get put on the spot, yeah, they they have a hard time coming back. That's, I've messed up a lot of interviews, so I learned. <laughs> I learned. No, uh, yeah, it's it's, you know, it's something that I've had to, kind of work on and practice uh you know nobody's used to you know seeing having a camera on you and talking and coming up with something to talk about uh you know and so it's just uh and people overthink it and and try too hard and, and next thing you know they're lying about what they're talking about <laughs> you know trust me i've been giving away all my secrets <laughs> you know so uh yeah you know it's just something that uh it's not that big of a deal and if you know you can just kind of you know, look at it as a, oh, well, you know, it, it makes that, that talking a little bit easier as well too. So, uh, back to Vegas, the world finals, other first, your first 90 point ride on this tour. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's uh, what they said. Yeah. On the unleash the beast. I think I was 89 and three quarters, two or three times. That's uh, bullshit. Them judges 89 suck. and three quarters. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Just give me the quarter point. Yeah. Stingy bastards. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'd been 90 at a couple of losses and touring pros, I think, but, uh, yeah, the Unleash the Beast, you know, I had a good towards the end of the season, uh, the beginning of the season when I first come on tour, I was just, uh, I, I, I was new to it, and I don't know if it was a comfort zone thing, I was in my own way, or what it was, but uh, my season was a little slow starting out, and then uh, once I just kind of quit caring and, and just uh, let my body do its thing. And then, and then I mean, I think I've only fell off a couple of bulls since middle of the season last year. So I don't know if I've – well, you've ridden seven in a row, not to put any pressure yeah, on yeah, you, no, but as no we pressure. sit here – Yeah, no pressure. I, I just read that uh, mm-hmm. a minute ago, seven in a row. Yeah. Tonight should be eight. Eighteen. Nine in a row. Yeah, I'm going for 18, 19 in a row. So there you go. No. Uh, <laughs> but 
you 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 enjoyed that ninety so much. You went ahead and did it four times, I think, during the PGR yeah, final, yeah, whatever, yeah, with did. busted up ribs and, and all that stuff. Um, that's a great story for us to talk about in the arena. And I don't know that I've ever asked a bull rider this, but does does the nineties does it does it mean anything to you? It, it, I know it's a great story yeah. for us to talk about, but. Yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. That's what we're all shooting for is, you know, big scores, big rides, big wins. Um, you know, it's uh that's world champion stuff. When you put up, you know, four nineties back to back, four rides, four nineties, that's that's stuff that world champions do. You know, that's yeah. stuff just McBride, uh, you know, Chris Shivers, all the guy J B, all the guys I looked up to, that stuff that's stuff that's Michael Jordan stuff. You know how many guys you know ninety one times? Yeah, exactly. And he just went and did it four yeah, times in yeah. five days so yeah it's a great feeling um but then again you know it, it's not up to you you know back to what do i what can i do what what can i can control you know how do i become the best bull rider i or you know and that's just staying on your bulls you know if they mark you 90 you know awesome <laughs> um you mentioned you had a lot of other things on your mind that week yeah you yeah. were in the process, like like yeah, like yeah. you had a lot of a lot of stuff yeah. going on, and, and and I would always talk about it because I thought that was I thought that was bigger than bull riding. Yeah, the fact that you were and, about and to have Matt, babies. you've known me for a, a long, long time, time. and yep. and and you can vouch that if there was somebody that was going to get twins. <laughs> I probably wasn't the one that was need to be fucked. Yeah, uh, I don't. I'm, I'm having a hard time being responsible enough yeah, for me. Exactly. So you know, I had a lot of going on. I was, you know, in all reality, I my wife can vouch for me. I was struggling. You know, I I had never done anything other than drive a car and ride a couple bulls. Yeah. You know, I, I, life was simple. Yeah, I'm 30 years old, and and you know, I ain't never had nobody to worry about other than myself you know even though when i got married you know uh shoot she you know i it's not like having a kid you know yeah she's she's uh you know she's with me and i, I look after her but she, you know shoot i ain't never had to look after nothing like that before i had a puppy once and you know <laughs> rest rest in peace <laughs> what happened yeah. wait wait well what kind of puppy yeah let's not get into that <laughs> that's the worst man yeah my wife she she i i always like hey if the dogs are gonna just run let's close the gate yeah and she doesn't understand she's like it's not a big deal you haven't had the amount of dogs ran <laughs> yeah, over that i exactly. had like you haven't had to bury the exactly. same oh you she doesn't understand my wife will do the same she'd be like benny's out there playing the road she'd be like benny come on oh no go get the i'm dog. screaming at everybody There's semis everywhere <laughs> we live out in the middle of nowhere same, thankfully same. But, but still oh yeah. i just can't yeah. can't do it um my dog possum got ran over by a train one oh day. a train uh, yeah That's my <laughs> i grew up my mom and dad lived man probably not even 100 yards from the train tracks was he deaf was possum death? No, had to have been. No, how did he not hear it coming? Um, I don't really know. I d- no. I don't know that dogs really uh, know to get out of the way. Of the train, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't. I don't. He had never. He had never. You. Yeah. Anyways, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. We're gonna have to pause. <laughs> sorry, no, I'm sorry. Kidding. Sorry. Um. Yeah. But it's hard for me to leave. Yeah. Is it hard for you to leave the house now? A- absolutely. Yeah. Sucks, no. It man. does. It does. Uh. You know, like I was saying, this this whole baby thing. It it was life changing for me. Uh, you know, I never really knew I could even, you know, I, I knew what love was. I love my wife. I love my family, but, uh, that's, it's a whole new, it's a whole new thing with it. It's different. It's totally different, you know? And, and 
leading up to the finals, two days before I left for the finals, uh, they admitted my wife, which we were at the hospital for two months leading up to that. She was on bed rest. So you think that I, I would feel bad. I was asking yeah, you every week, yeah, like, yeah. what's the, what's the latest? What's the latest? Yeah. And you would think that it, it would give me some time to be a little prepared for it for when they come being two months and having nothing to do. But then they, you know, day before or two, they come and got real, got real for me, yeah. you know, and I just, you know, I was excited, but just nervous. Just, uh, I hope I'm the man I need to be, right. you know, I hope that I, I'm everything I've got. To, I can do everything I've got to do to raise these kids to be you know good kids and and support my wife financially and just so i you know i was struggling and then they come and it wasn't five minutes after they were there i was like i got this this is i got this yeah so i went from being so stressed out to just having so much joy and then i i left and it was tough to leave but uh there wasn't really nothing i could do they were still in the hospital and they were going to be there for another couple months and so when i left i I, you know i was ready to rodeo i'd been stressed Right. to the max for the last right. three weeks and so finally it was just like a huge weight was lifted and then i was ready to go riding so uh you know i had i had other things on my mind and, and i had that weight lifted off me so maybe that was why you know i i did do so good out there um but yeah having kids is is a great i'm ready to have some more but and and we don't have to dive off too deep into it if you if you don't no. want to but it wasn't easy like i mean it wasn't yeah. like they showed up everything's great everybody's yeah. healthy oh, no. i mean you have yeah no it wasn't uh it wasn't easy especially even after they come it was a huge weight that was lifted off me but uh Blake, right. you, you could see them yeah you, oh, you, yeah. they were here. yeah yeah like, yeah yeah yeah, but. they were looking at me and and i knew that they were here but uh vicky blake uh um she had a she had to have a heart surgery some valves weren't lined up just right uh and so for her to be able to live they had to uh swap those valves but they come so early that they were only four pounds or so how and early were they two months early they, they come at 30 something 31 weeks couple maybe. of couple of months two months sure. december yeah. 10th was when they were due and they come uh october 25th Jeez. so uh yeah, they come early, come little, and uh, so Vicky Blake, she she was gonna have to stay. She ended up staying there for a whole another month or two. Uh, I guess she got to come home right before Christmas, so it was okay. she was there for two months, and uh, so I just while I was there, I just had all this other stuff on my mind at home, and and uh, you know, so it, it made bull riding a little bit easier for yeah. me having other things like that to worry about rather than you know bull riding, but. That being said, everybody's good. Everybody's good. Everybody's great. And they are gorgeous. I tell you, uh, I'm a great breed bull. I'm telling you, you get, you get two at a time, two good looking ones. And but just put him out to pasture. I'm just saying. I'm Retired just saying. life is going to be good. Saying. Yeah. Great breed bull. You get two at a time, two good looking ones. They were, they were born. What would that would have been? What like ten, twelve days before we got to Vegas? Well, I left. Finals. I had to go to the Velocity. Finals. Oh, that's right. That's right. So uh, I left. I had so they're them, born. I had them on a Monday. I left on a Wednesday. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. And how soon did you find out about the 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 well, surgery that needed to be done? Well, so we knew. Uh, shoot, it was we knew several months before they were even there that she was going to have to have the surgery. Okay. So it wasn't like a huge shock to us or nothing. Uh, but they just didn't know exactly when they could have the surgery. They come at four or five pounds, and so they were going to have to get them to six or seven pounds before they could have the surgery safely. And so, uh, 
you know and then i got back from the finals and it seemed like everything was going great going great Bl- vicky blake was doing great and then all of a sudden um they just come in one day and was like yeah she's not doing good we've got to rush in here and have this surgery so then it was just like holy shit so then they took her in and and I'm telling you, it's the saddest thing you'll ever see. Seeing your kid, she had that heart surgery, and they kind of had to split her open. And and when they brought her back into the room, you know, you just see this little four-pound baby laying on a bed, and they didn't close her up, so just her whole chest is open. And just knowing that that is your kid, you know, and just – you know, and at you, that point, you, it's out of your hand. You have, you can't do nothing. And you're already you in dad mode. Yeah, you can't do nothing. You know, and, and just seeing her, and just you know, and, and just she can't cry. She's got tubes in every hole, and and you know, it's just it's the sad. It, it'll change you. It, you ever it, think about yeah. quitting? <laughs> no, no, no. Like, no. uh, I'll no. be honest. Lately, yeah, yeah, I feel the old thoughts are creeping in. Yeah, like, yeah, they they just. There. It, it's hard to leave sometimes, and yeah. I don't have kids. Yeah. You know, I've got a, yeah. an amazing wife yeah. and, and two dogs at yeah. home. Yeah. Well, if 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 those third thoughts are already there, you know, y'all don't y'all don't need kids just shit. Uh, trust you, me, you, you won't. I promise quit. you. Yeah. I, yeah. If we get another puppy, yeah. Yeah. I'm retired. <laughs> like I'm a gym owner, and that that's it. Uh, I, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Um, yeah. because. You and I like like I don't I don't have any idea how long we've known each other, but it's a long, it's time. A long time. Yeah, and so we had talked about all this. Yeah, and I, like I knew about everything, and then the baby had to get to six yeah. pounds and all this yeah. stuff. Like like I knew all this. Yeah, wasn't talking about it. Yeah, couldn't tell anybody. Yeah, but I'm sitting there trying trying to tell as much of your story as yeah. I can to the fans in Las Vegas, trying to talk about the the girls are are at home, dad left. Yep. From the hospital, came yep. straight here to go to work. Now he's got busted up ribs. What else was was your shoulder? I had a shoulder issue, yeah. So and and can't walk out of the yep. physically crawling out of the arena yeah. after rides. Yeah. And like I, I don't know how you did it. Cause I like I'm stressed. I'm fighting back tears every time yeah. you get on. Yeah. And that's real talk. Like fighting i'm an emotional basket case anyways whatever same, but uh same, same. but like i'm i'm legit fighting back tears every time you 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 crawl on i can see you're hurting and everything and, yeah. and then you just you put together people are going to talk about jose and the record uh for me the most compelling stories in our sports that week was everything you were going through. Mm-hmm. And that takes precedence because people didn't know about the babies yeah, at home. Right, right. People didn't know all of that. So yeah. to me, that was the biggest story that happened of the year. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then Mason it, Taylor Mason's having his jaw broke. Yeah. That was big on the surface, mm. but like I the the whole reason I started this podcast was for people to hear stories like this because now had people known everything you were thinking about during the world finals, oh, what yeah. my place to tell them. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, they they don't even know. Uh they don't yeah, people don't know what all was in my head, you know. Uh Borad never even crossed it. I've said it before, but uh you know, and then with the ribs on top of it, it was it was definitely uh, um to come out vic Notoriously, uh, right. it was it was it was it was a great time. It was a great time in my life. Uh, you know, I had a lot of joy uh, with the babies, and and then just a lot of ups and downs. You're 
you're down then the babies come you're up then you're up because you're going and you win the first round and the second round you break your ribs so you're back down and you win the next round and you know it's how old just, were you when you started riding uh i've always just been in the rodeo I, I started out riding sheep probably when i was in diapers and right. uh you know calves and stuff but uh i i roped a lot growing up and and um you know my parents are i have great parents they've supported me 100 percent uh but i think that they not that they would ever say it but they wanted me to rope you know yeah. so they they didn't really push the whole bull riding thing they pushed me to make sure i kept my horses in shape and i practiced the bull riding thing that was i i to them i rode bulls for all around points you yeah, know and so uh did that make you mad yeah, I mean, cause because you wanted to be a bull yeah, because my cousins they all rode bulls. I didn't want to rope that, you know. Uh, and all my cousins they rode bulls. So when I was fourteen, fifteen, sixteen years old, and all my buddies they were going to junior rodeos and starting to enter the amateurs and uh, at jackpots and stuff. Yeah, no, I, I I got on at our local rodeo junior rodeo yeah. for all around points. Got on three or four junior bulls a year, you know. So by the time I was seventeen uh i hope my mom and dad's not listening but i started sneaking out and getting in with some boys and we'd sneak off they would think i was going to practice going over to buddy's house to go rope and i'd sneak off and go enter a rodeo and go enter the team roping and the bull riding or they think i'd just be entered at the team roping that weekend and i'd be going to the bull riding really team roping. and i remember i, I sucked too on top of all this i i was at riding a, bulls I, or yeah roping? I, uh, I was a really good roper bull riding was not my thing really yeah and so uh I always looked the part. I always got all the hand-me-downs from my cousins, and so that you know, and they rode really good, and so I always looked the part. But I, I, I sucked. But I remember, I was seventeen. I snuck off, went to this bull riding, and first time I was ever eighty points. And just I just and I, I won the bull riding. I went seven hundred dollars. I couldn't even come home tell nobody. Everybody thought I was sucked. Every, my parents would, my dad would give me a hard time because I sucked, and I just. Like, Man, I just won seven hundred bucks last night. I can't even tell you about it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then uh, you know, I don't. Did know. you ever come clean? Ah, oh, no, no. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm sure. I'm not scared now, but I will, Dad. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I was I got sneaking out. Bucks. Yeah, you didn't yeah. know about it. You thought I sucked, but I was winning. What does a seventeen-year-old do yeah. with seven hundred bucks? A seven. I didn't think. I just knew from that moment on. I knew I was going to be a professional bull rider. Really? There was, there was never. Uh, after that, it was full bore. I probably didn't ride my horses five more times after that. So you know, all the kids that you were, you know, that were going and riding bulls. Yeah. Any of them make it? No. No, really they quit a couple years after uh, so i think this worked out in absolutely your favor. yeah yeah no it did you know and and my parents holding me back a little bit uh riding bulls just made me want it just that much more it's weird you know what i mean it is it is you know uh, it just made me want it that much more and, and uh so when i did turn 18 it was uh <laughs> that's probably honestly when i met you i turned 18 and had no business going to some pbrs and and uh, so the boys, the boy uh, I was roping with and and riding bulls with was na- a kid named Shane Rickley. You remember Shane? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Shane Rickley, uh, and he was on and off tour at the time. Rode really good, roped really good, and so I just when we weren't roping or uh, whatever, he would just enter the PBRs and I'd go with him. And it was a, it was I, re- I realized real quick that I wasn't ready. Really? And, yeah. And so then I uh, stepped back learned finally how to ride bulls and went to the prca for 
you know, five or six years and, and got comfortable there and, and uh, wish I'd have come to the PBR a couple years sooner. But uh, Was that a decision? Why, why the rodeo route? And I know this happens a lot, but yeah. like for everybody, it's different. Yeah, you know, and I think rodeo is good for young kids. Uh, you know, it, you know, uh, it's a different mentality. I can go to a rodeo and hang out behind the bucket shoots and hang out with all them bull riders, and then I come to the locker room, and it's just, it's just totally different. Yeah, you know, uh, those guys that are PRC rodeo and they live it. Yeah. every day you know it's it's not new it's not new to them that they're in milwaukee you know what i mean they're not it's not a big party it's not a vacation you know what i mean they're they come it's a whole in, different vibe they come in an hour before the rodeo they get on their bull they pack up they go the next one you know it's not they're not coming five days early hanging out the next week just you know it's just a different so i i think it's great for kids to go and just learn what it's like to just travel and meet different people and rodeo and and stay gone um and it's a lot of bulls so so while you're learning you know you're getting on a bull or two a day so all summer long so and and that's what it took for me to uh kind of just learn how to ride bulls was just going and getting on every day you know and so i get jealous sometimes of of the guys that quote unquote rodeo Mm -hmm. um because and i say quote unquote but like there's guys that that rodeo, there's PBR guys, yeah, and like I've been kind of tossed into this world as 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 a quote unquote PBR guy. Mm-hmm. Love rodeo, we yeah. all talk yeah. about oh, yeah. that. But yeah. I wish I could go spend all summer yeah. in an RV yeah. going from place to place. Yeah. You know, I, I've just yeah. always thought that yeah. was and that's great, and that's and that's a great thing uh, for a year or two. Right? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah, want to yeah, do it yeah, one yeah, year. Like, yeah, yeah. I've always said yeah. that. Like, I just one year would yeah. like to just yeah. jump in an RV and, and go, go rodeo to rodeo. Yeah, take the family just yep. for the the sit around and be in the different groups of people because mm-hmm, sure. we got a lot of friends that we don't see every yeah, weekend. Yeah. I mean, we we see about forty to fifty people every weekend. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's great. And, and and that's another thing that I love about the pbr this is and i I do good over here because we are just a big family it's it's unreal it's unreal uh it's just a big team that's all it is it's the same guys it ain't nothing to be sitting in the shower and i'm taking a shower and boudreaux camel comes down and sits down in the pot right next to me and and takes a number two while i'm showering because we're family you know what i mean it's just he's definitely uh is it cousin eddie or or what yeah like that's definitely so it's it's and i love that and i and i'm excited about this whole team deal coming up are you yeah i am because i don't know the first thing about it and i don't even care i don't know the first money i don't i don't even care i just like the team deal I like being on a team with some guys and me pulling for them, them pulling for us, and just the camaraderie. Yeah. I, I like that. So yeah, yeah. I, I think it'll be interesting. I, I I'm I'm with you, and people keep asking, uh, "What about this team deal? What about yeah. this?" What about, I have no idea. Same. Guys, we're all gonna yeah. learn together. Yeah. I mean, I don't even care. I don't know just, if I have a job or not. Yeah. Yeah. If if I don't have a job, me either. <laughs> I'm still gonna watch. Yeah. Same. Like, I'm still same. gonna check in on my buddies yeah. every week. Same. Like, that's not going to change. When you when you did go rodeo, we talked about it. You made the NFR in 2018. Um, man, those yellow bucking shoots are cool, huh? They are. It is. It's uh, it's an accomplishment for sure. It's uh, 
you know, to walk down that tunnel at Thomas Mack for the first time, and and you know, even not even the first time, all ten nights when when I was going to say open gets over and they start loading bulls, and you walk down that tunnel and you get to the yellow buck and shoots, and you step out of that tunnel and it's just seats are straight up in the air and it's all the way to the ceiling. It's just people and they're that's a cool you know, spot. And it's it's just it's a great feeling. It's the uh, great the feeling. Thomas and Mack for ten days in December yep. is an amazing. It's yep. like Disneyland for yep. cowboys. Yeah. It was it was well worth the years of staying gone and driving all nights and stuff like that. Was, Is there any rodeos that like like you look at that you're like, man, I'm just I'm I'm glad. I obviously the NFR PBR finals, mm-hmm. but is there one that you're like, damn, I still can't kind of believe that I I went there or did that? Yeah, you know, all I mean, really, I look back at my career and just think of myself and and how bad i sucked when i was little and just to look at it and just be like holy cow hard work and you know and just all the stuff i've done you know it, it's it's a it's proud i'm proud of myself just because I, I knew that i had no fighting chance when i yeah. was 16 or 17 everybody done checked me off yep. you know and, and uh so it, it definitely feels good but uh you know <laughs> I, I I have I take I don't I mean every single rodeo I went to I, I loved every bit of it even if it was a thousand added in Oregon or you know a uh, hundred thousand added in San Antonio yeah, I loved yep. every bit of it and and just like these bull ridings I, I love yeah it's cold as shit here but I love it I, I wouldn't <laughs> want to be anywhere else I I don't care I wish that we had one on Sunday and Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and as long as my babies can yep. come a couple you yep. know <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, I I just I I love riding bulls. I love this whole family. I love all these guys, and, and uh, you know the PBR has been super good to me so far. And, and Bob Mitchell made got, my he, I love he, Bob he changed Mitchell. look, and and I think there's a few of you I've been pretty open about. Like mm-hmm. things have been tough. Yeah, just you yeah. know, you, yeah, absolutely. at times it's just tough. Yeah. And uh, man, Bob Mitchell wins the first round of his PBR mm-hmm. Unleash the Beast career last night, yeah. and splits it with Dinner Barbosa. And they get in my ear and they say, you going to do an interview? And I said, you damn right I'm going to do an interview. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, I love those moments. Yeah. And it might not mean jack shit yeah. to anybody else, yeah. but this kid just won the first round of and his Bob's career. Bob's going to remember that. You, uh, uh, that that's yeah. my point. Like, yeah. I hope so. Yeah. I hope that yeah. he never forgets that and moment. I, yeah. And I hope he goes and buys a picture of it because one day this will all be over. Same. That's all he's going to have. And know? so I go up there and I'm like, I interview dinner and Apollo does the translation, all that stuff. And then I just turn and look at Bob. And I could see him. I could see uh, kind of yeah, nervous, yeah. kind of smiling and giddy and excited. Yeah. And I was like, be honest. Are you really 19? And he started laughing yeah. and he kind of relaxed and he, he kind of dropped his shoulders and, and everything. And I was like, what is like, what's it, what's it like? And he said, man, I'm living a dream. And as soon as he said that, he said, I'm, I'm really living my dream. Yeah. And there was a switch in my brain that went, holy shit. Yeah. It ain't been that long ago that I would have given in the anything same to be standing absolutely. here doing this. And absolutely. it was like, but we have a hard time remembering that sometimes. Yeah, Some of us do. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I read in a book one time, your mind will remember the $50 you lost before it'll remember the $50 you found. Wow. Yeah. You know. That's crazy. And you will. But, but okay. Yeah. And I'll, so, but, I'll keep But through. for Bob. You know, those moments right there is, is why we do it all. Yeah. yeah. And just look at Bob can look back at his career and think of all the bad shit that happened and all the times he was down and all that stuff. But this, that last night 
you know, will That's outride so cool. all of it. You know so cool. I mean? I, and and I look back at things I've gotten to do, and 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 now I used to say being there when Chris Shivers retired, or or Luke Snyder, Brendan Clark, mm-hmm. like when these guys gave like their last big mm-hmm. hoorah. Like I got to be a part of those moments, but now I'm getting a little older, and I'm like. Yeah. Man, I got to be there for Bob Mitchell's yes, first yeah, round. Exactly. Like stuff like that means yeah. something to me now. Yeah. And, and so so I was pretty jazzed up. I wish I could go back um like the American, mm-hmm. right? Uh the American at AT&T Stadium. I did it 3 years in a row and I wish I could go back and really soak that in. Yeah. I was so nervous yeah. because the first one I worked with Randy Schmutz and Bob Tolman, and I was so stinking nervous. I mean, because it's the biggest, yeah, biggest deal in, in yeah. rodeo, you know. Um, and you're up there with Bob. That, you have no idea how nervous I, I was. I guarantee it. And in between rides, like I'm announcing with Randy, and Bob would say something in my ear, and someday he and I will will sit down and, and I will disclose exactly what he said in my ear. But the first thing he said during the show, it was just one word. And he said it, and it's a word that you, I I don't know if that's good or if that's horrible. And so I look at him, I'm like, what? And he repeats that that one word, drags it out a little longer this time. And I'm like, oh, God. Oh, God. He either hates, like he hates, he thinks I'm the worst ever. Then we got into a conversation during the show. But I wish I would have went back and really just stopped and been and, in the moment soaked those moments in yeah yep. and now like i'm gonna go this year and i'm gonna sit there as a fan and i'm gonna i'm gonna soak it in from a different level because mm-hmm. we'll do the pbr the night before and then the next night yeah. like i'll sit down and enjoy yeah. the rodeo yeah and being an announcer i mean shoot that's all i mean you know to me looking at it is it would be you have to be in the moment you can't mm-hmm. be thinking about nothing else or you're gonna mess up what you're about to say next you know and, yeah. that, and that's for me just like bull riding when i'm in the moment and i'm not thinking about wanting to win or what i've got to do to stay on you know none of that stuff matters you know as soon as you nod it's happening so fast it's just reacting so if you're in the moment and you just you know just being in the moment it makes everything better the winning the riding you know, you can just take it all in, appreciate it all, and love it all. You, you think know, it's gonna so. last forever? Yep, yep. Do you, did you get the vision board back out? Oh yeah, I, every okay. year, every year I, I start a new one out and and, is, and write my goals down. That brings yeah. okay. Is the American on that vision board? Oh yeah, American. Uh, you know, it's just pretty much everything big um, that I I, I where I want to be, what I want to do, whether it's the NFR, the American, just. All the big, the biggest things you can possibly achieve riding bulls is up there, and obviously the NFR. I'm not trying. I'm not going for that. Right. It's just up there. I've made it. It's just up there to know that you know that that is somewhere that where I deserve to be. That's like me to be up there. Yeah. You know that's it's like me to be to be a world champion. It's like me to make the NFR. It's like me, you know, just having that self-confidence yeah. of just knowing that i can do that you isn't know it I mean? crazy to think about like like you mentioned those things I, I have no idea what the nfr pays now but i know it's like they've continued to make yeah. that bigger and bigger and bigger mm-hmm. i know obviously to win a pbr world title you get a million dollar bonus yeah. um you, you know you end up with what however many extra hundred thousand dollars you know yeah. at the at the yeah. finals and all that stuff the american i, I think it, it's still a million bucks yeah you know yeah, the, the still float. I, somebody told me the other day there's there's like multiple millions in that pot now because nobody won it last year or whatever yeah, I, i'm pretty sure it's two million is in the pot for the guys that qualify are you gonna and are you gonna try 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I go to the semifinals. I, I bought in straight into the semifinals. So uh, we'll find out in a couple of weeks what day I'll be up there. But uh, yeah, it's two million to the guys that qualify, and it'll be one million. It's three million total. One million will be in the uh, guys that were just invited. Okay. So they can win a million and really, you know, yeah. And then the guys that qualify are riding for two million. How like? I know when you started riding bulls, you got to go. No, I know when you started riding bulls. When I even when I started announcing, I never thought there'd be anything like that. And yeah. now, guys got a chance to go win a million bucks in a yeah. day. I mean, day. a week. You day. know, you got to qualify yeah. or get yeah. invited. Like, it's just like this team deal, you know. I, yeah, everybody's gonna. There's gonna be people that love it. And there's gonna be people that hate it. That's right. You know. Yeah. But if it's bringing more money in and and more people are getting to see rodeo and and you know it's changing things let's try it you yep. know I, I i'm all about making it bigger you know just same you know i'm all for it uh okay so obviously this year you're 10th in the world i think right now yep i know you're in the top 10 I, you I might have made so. a jump after last yeah, night. yeah I, I don't think i was 10th before the last night um Finished third in fifteen fifteen, rode mm-hmm. round one. You win the event this weekend. You jump up. Yeah. Obviously, you continue to climb. We're less than a hundred days from the PBR finals starting. You can win the world this year. Yeah, uh, like I said, it's just uh, what can I do to be the best bull rider? Yeah, uh, you know I, that's my that's my goal. Uh, you know I'm I'm and I'm very capable of doing it. I believe it, and uh, you know it's just. Uh, how can I be the best bull rider? How can I be better than Jose and, and all these guys? And so it's just uh, it's just a matter of riding bulls to me. Uh, and and at the end of the year, if they strap that gold point buckle being, on me, million bucks to be a world champ in May, uh, March sixth, the American at AT and T Stadium. It's gonna be a great year. There's two million bucks there. I mean, it's three million dollars by a hell a of a lot of diapers. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a great year. Uh, you know, I, I don't know, I don't know what it's gonna be and, and what I'll end up winning this year. But uh, you know, I'm just gonna keep trying to do my best and and just trying to work my ass off. Who's your heroes? Oh shoot, yeah, a lot of them. You know, I've always looked up Justin McBride. Uh, when Justin and Chris were always battling it out, you know. Uh, I was always with Justin, and, and so now to get to know him and, and be buddies with them is awesome. Um, be kind of cool if he was, like, yeah. if you were on his team. Yeah, that would be awesome. Um, but uh, you know, I, I really look up to Cooper. Uh, just really? To, yeah, just his riding and his style, and uh, you know the things he's done. Uh, I really look up to him. Um, that, that guy for being a right-handed American bull rider. Uh, he's, he's the best you'll ever see you and know what i love about coop he's been on the podcast before what i love about coop and it's funny how many guys will say what you just said even if they're older than cooper like mm. they look up to him because of what he does in the arena mm. but holy cow that guy has a business acumen like yeah he's got a sharp people he does people have no idea how intelligent he that does guy is. he does he really does and and uh you know i don't know much about that i just know that uh He's uh, he's a guy that if I have a question about a sponsorship or media or something, if I have a sponsor, that, that's the guy I'm going to go find. Anything. And 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 when it comes to picking bulls, me and him have somewhat of the same style. Uh, and so uh, you know, I try to mimic that style that he has so much that you know, a 
a lot of the same bulls that fit him fit me. And so when it comes to picking bulls, I find him or Mason, you know? And so, and we both have, all three of us have the same style. And, uh, so yeah, uh, I look up to Coop a lot. Um, you know, there's so many people, you know, I look up to literally, you know, majority of these guys on tour, you know, in the top 35, uh, you know, I've got mad respect for all of them. Well, and you grew up next to one of yeah everybody's JB, heroes yeah and i looked up to him for a long time and i, I still do uh you know just the uh, jb you know i don't know what who? he's jb that's not who i was jerome yeah okay jerome yeah obviously. i don't know the other yeah, guy yeah, yeah. oh never you don't heard never heard of uh-uh. okay i no. thought you were talking about freaking JB. love that guy yeah no jerome absolutely uh jerome's been uh when i was really little that's who i looked up to was jerome um just being from the East Coast, and, and that's just who everybody followed yeah. and who everybody looked up to. Uh, but it was until I was probably uh, 20 or 21 before I ever even really got to hang out with Jerome or be around him. And, really? and so, um, and then by that time, I was rodeoing. And so it's not like I was home a whole, whole lot. And then in the last two years, I've got to know him even better than I've, you know, I've been around him more than I've been around him my whole life. And so he has helped me. Um, but JB, JB has helped me uh, tremendously just in the PBR as in, you know, my first couple PBRs I ever went to, um, I had met JB and he asked me to go to Kearney, Nebraska. And I was yeah. like, yeah, hell yeah, I'll go PBR. I've never been, yeah, I'll right. go. And, uh, he's like, all right, a couple of days before I call him like, I ain't got, I, I got my fees. I got my fees, my plane ticket. I ain't got, he's like, no, just go. Come on. Uh, just be at the house. So he covered me. He paid my way. You know, uh, I get one jumped. He rides all of his bulls, wins first. You know, it was all shocker. I loved it. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I don't think people, I think they're starting to see it now that he's rodeoing. Mm-hmm. People never got to see that side of JB that yeah. would just be like, look, you don't have money for dinner. I got oh, you. Oh, yeah. You got no, money for a plane care. ticket. I got you. He don't care. He, he cares about people. He does. He really does. He really cares about it. And even so more than that, he just knows he's that good that he's not worried about that thirty dollars. He's not worried about that hundred bucks. He knows that when he shows up tonight, he's gonna that that hundred bucks ain't shit compared to what he's about to win. That's mindset on a whole different Absolutely. level. Absolutely. And he, I, I guarantee you, he's not reading the same books that, no, that he's we not. are. He's, he's not, not looking at that no, shit. But I he's promise gonna, you, he's got a cigarette in his left hand and a coke in his right. I promise you, right now. Uh, but it, but his mind is different. It is. He's one of those Kobe Bryant type yes. mentalities. Yeah, that, Michael Jordan. Um, Jerome Davis, though, uh, and I gotta imagine that's probably where where I saw you for the first time. I probably. don't know. Probably I'll never so. forget though when Jerome called me and was like, "Hey, come out to Archdale and do this bull run." Yeah, yeah. Never asked Absolutely. what it paid. Yeah, and I'll that was there. years and years ago. Uh, and it's life, like, it's a great bull run. Well, dude. holy cow. life took over, and I ended up on this tour. Couldn't go. Scott's been there this year. They're changing the dates. Jerome called me the other day. You're going. He's excited. Today, Perfect. as I was the first time, yeah, Perfect. I'm going back to Archdale. Yeah, so. good. I'm excited. That, that, uh, we'll sorry. wrap it up here. I know you got to get. Yeah. And um, last thing, you really think you could handle prison? <sighs> okay. The, 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 the deal was no, I couldn't handle prison. <laughs> we'll put it for in a context. billion dollars. For a billion dollars. Billion with a y- B. Yes, I would room with a guy named Sonny. All right, and I would sleep on the bottom bunk and do whatever he said for a billion dollars. A billion dollars, and it was one year, one year, yeah, a one year. Uh, yes. the random conversations yes. we're having down downstairs in the hotel lobby. Everybody, like, I felt like the whole locker room was you downstairs. wouldn't. 
one billion dollars one year. I I walked through a prison one you, time I and know. it scared the shit out yes. of me. Yes, could you be scared for one year for one billion? I can't be scared for twenty four <laughs> hours, man. Like I'm scared of heights. I can't imagine being in prison. But don't fight it. Just I'll I'll <laughs> just write let, you. Just, <laughs> just let him That's do what he problem. wants. <laughs> uh, nope. That's a mindset I'm not getting to. The prison mindset is not a book that I've read, uh, nor will I be reading uh, anytime right, soon. Well, right. man. I appreciate you taking time out of the Thanks day. For I know it's, it's a big commitment, especially uh, on game day. I loved so it. Thank you. Go have fun today. Absolutely. Thanks, bud. Thanks.